what's up everybody welcome back to alpha and omega exponent also known as aoe we are your number one source and platform where we share story time content to add value to your life my name is parfait and i am back with another story time for us if you're new to the aoe channel welcome if you're already part of the aoe family welcome back so wherever you are get comfortable if you're at home and if you're driving make sure your eyes are on the road but have your ears open and let's get started with today's stories so today's story is the story of when god decided to wipe out everybody from the face of the earth this is the story of genesis chapter 6 and 7 without further ado Let's get started. So a very, very long time ago, as we learned in the previous story about the people who lived longer than anyone on earth, and these were the descendants of Adam and Eve, and these people lived on average for over five, six, seven hundred, eight hundred, even nine hundred years old. And in the previous story, we ended with a man whose name was Noah. And Noah, when he was born, it was said that this man was the one who was going to bring relief to the earth because the ground was cursed and so during the time of noah as the people kept multiplying they kept on growing the men as a natural thing they were attracted to the women so now because of this attraction they began to do things that were not right and what they began to do they began to sin they began to commit all kinds of sexual immorality that you can think of i mean if you think today's word is bad what they did back in the day was even worse. And so because of this, because of all of the sexual immorality that they were committing, God became angry and upset. And it was so bad that God decided to pass out some very harsh punishments because of all of the sexual immorality that, that were happening. And so what God decided to do, he said that his spirit will not dwell in a man forever and he limited the years that his spirit will dwell in the man forever for 120 years so what that means is that you know as a man you can live for more than 120 years but god limited the years that his spirit can dwell in the man and then god was so upset he was so mad that he also said that i am basically going to wipe out everybody he regretted that he made man on earth. But there was one man who found favor in the eyes of God. And who was this man? This man was Noah. So how did Noah found favor in the eyes of God? Well, the way Noah found favor in the eyes of God, it was that Noah was a righteous man. What does that mean to be righteous? Well, Noah was a righteous man because first, it did what was right in the eyes of God. See, the other peoples, when they were sinning, they were committing all of this sexual immorality. Noah was not taking any part of this. Noah kept living his life righteously by doing what is right in the eyes of God. And in this modern age, we try to complicate things of like, what does it mean to be righteous? And it's very simple. It just means to do what is right in the eyes of God. That's what it means to be righteous. And so at this junction of the story, 
we can also learn from Noah. And the lesson that we can take from Noah is that we need to do what's right in the eyes of God in order for us to receive the favor of God. See, when we're doing what is right in the eyes of God, then God is going to grant us his favor. But if we're doing what is wrong in the eyes of God, we should not expect to have the favor of God. So now moving forward in the story, God decided to take his plan in a different approach because Noah found favor in his eye. And the approach that God decided to take, God decided to give Noah some specific instructions in order for what was coming. So God spoke to Noah. He said, I want to wipe out everybody because I'm mad at them. But because you have found favor in me because of your righteousness, this is what I want you to do. He told Noah to build an ark and he gave Noah specific instructions about the ark because he was going to bring a big flood. He was going to make it rain and that rain was going to destroy all life on earth. And Noah, after God spoke to him, God began to give him the specific instruction. And this ark that God told Noah to build, simply this big boat that he was going to build, the size of it were very, very large. God told Noah to build this ark that was 300 cubits and cubits were the measure that they used back in the day. A cubit is basically almost 18 inches. So 300 cubits is basically almost 150 yards. So that is the size of one and a half times a football field. So that is a big boat. And the width of this arc was about 50 cubits. And that's equivalent to almost, what, 24 meters. And then the height of this was almost 25 cubits, which is equivalent to like 11 meters. So this was a big boat. And Noah was so courageous after God spoke to him that he went out and started this task of building this big boat. He began to build this big boat out of wood and he did not look back. At this junction of the story, there's something that we can learn from Noah's action. And the lesson is that our courage is connected to our purpose. You see, in Noah's time, when God came to him and God said, okay, I want you to build this big boat. You've never done it before, but I know that you can do it. You have the courage to do it. You have the strength and the materials to do it. So go ahead and do it. So our courage is connected to our purpose. Can you imagine if God comes to you and God speaks to you and God says, this is what I want you to do? A lot of us, a lot of people will be afraid. And so sometimes the reason why God does not give us his command and specific plans and instructions that he has for us is because we have not yet developed the courage that it will take for us to go through with the plan that he has for us. But it is encouraging for us to know that when God speaks to us, the courage that we have within us, it's connected to our purpose. And so show me a courageous person and I will show you a person with a purpose. So before we go forward with all kinds of crazy prayer, asking God to tell me this, to asking God to give us all of the plans and direction, we have to be careful for what we ask for because first, let's pray for courage because when God speaks, if you're not ready and if you don't have the courage, you may just run away. So. Let's ask for courage first before we can ask for all of the details planned. 
So going forward, after Noah had finished built the ark, God gave him other specific instructions, which were to bring different pairs of animals with him into the ark, into the boat, and to also bring things to eat and his family and the people that he wanted to bring with him so that he can preserve life. And then God proceeded to make it rain for 40 days and 40 nights. And when I say rain, I'm not talking droplets. I'm talking a rain that brought flooding all over the earth. And after this rain and this flooding, all life on earth was destroyed except of the people and the things that were in the ark, in the boat with Noah. So Noah was the first man, the first righteous man who saved the earth. And to be specific, he saved the human life and the life of all animals that were with him on the earth in order for us to have a future generation that we have today, the billions and billions of people that we are today. This brings us to the end of our story today. So now one of the big takeaway key lessons from this story is that we need to grow in righteousness and not in corruption in everything that we do. We can learn from Noah because Noah was a righteous man. He did what was right in the eyes of God. Then he found favor in the eyes of God and he was able to save everyone. And by everyone, I mean the future generation. So one of the final lessons for us to take away in this story is that we need to grow in righteousness and not in corruption. See, Noah was a man who did what was right in the eyes of God and therefore he was a righteous man. So for us, we also need to take this lesson to heart by doing what is right in the eyes of God so that we will not grow in corruption. When we're doing what is right in the eyes of God, our surrounding will also be filled with favor from God. But if we grow in corruption, then our surrounding and everything that we do will be corrupted. So for the sake of our future, for the sake of our destiny, for the sake of our purpose, it is necessary for us to do what's right in the eyes of God. It's not going to be easy, but I can assure you that it's going to be worth it. So small step at a time in order to do what's right in the eyes of God. And that is the step that we need to take in the next phase of our life. So stick around for the next episode where we will talk more about what happened after the flood. I hope that this story added value to your life. Share this story with your friends, family in order to add value to their life. And let's keep continuing to grow. And also follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at AO Exponent. There I post daily messages to add value to our life. I hope that this story added value to your life. My name is Parfait and I will catch you in the next story time.